Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you missed any of my talk radio breakfast show, don't worry. We've put some of the punchiest bits of this morning's show into a bite-sized podcast. The Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. Enjoy. Talk Radio Breakfast with Julia Hartley Brewer and The Times. Be well informed. Let's turn our attention to our next guest, the Transport Secretary, Grant Shapps. Good morning to you. Morning. Good morning. A uh, very busy time for the government, no doubt at all. Those repatriation flights are being a very big concern. We understand you. this is you know, the biggest peacetime repatriation. Um, how soon do we think that we can actually get all of those British citizens back to the UK? Well, I think this programme will probably run for a month or so. Uh, I mean, it's, it's huge. I handled the Thomas Cook, then the biggest um, repatriation. This is bigger than the Thomas Cook repatriation because people are spread all around the world. We don't have the passenger number records as we did with a single airline. Uh, people have been there for lots of reasons over lots of periods of time. Um, and so uh, I'm going to be completely upfront. It's going to be big. It's going to be messy and it's going to be complicated. But we are you know, working very hard to try to bring British nationals home uh, who want to be uh, returned home. And what preparations are being made for there to be quarantine for some of these people who are coming from uh, countries where they may well have uh, been infected with coronavirus? Obviously, we've got a lot of people infected here, but there's lots of concern that our airports aren't actually testing people, not taking temperatures and not putting people into quarantine. Are we not putting the British population at more risk with people returning from far-flung places with the virus? So, so essentially, because where we are in this um, disease now, the everybody effectively will go into quarantine. That's the first thing people will, will do. They'll be in the same position as the rest of us not leaving uh, home uh, like you and I. Um, and that will be the situation for them as well. And the, 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 although it sounds simplistic to sort of take someone's temperature, the chief medical officer, the chief scientific officer are saying it's it's interesting, but of relatively limited um, benefit because it often doesn't pick it up. You can have a temperature for many different reasons. The best thing for people to do is simply to get themselves home and stay in, which is, of course, what we should all be doing. Uh, yeah, indeed. Now, obviously, there's also talk about uh, transport within this country. Public transport use has been down 90%, particularly in the epicentre of the uh, coronavirus outbreak in London. London Tube used down that amount as well. Uh, obviously, big concern for the bus companies who are now saying that they're going to need to bail out. Similar to that, you offered to the rail companies last week. What uh, help are you going to be, offer, be able to offer the bus company and other uh, transport uh, organisations who need help? 
Yeah, I mean, you're right about the scale of the reduction. I mean, it's actually 96% on the London tubes now and uh, 89% on national rail. It, 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 a huge reduction. I must be the first transport secretary in history who actually wants our transport network to be used less. Uh, and it shows that we're winning when we when we do that. But you're, you're right, you, we, we've sort of put the railways onto a stable footing so they can carry on getting the key workers to uh, to work. Um, the, the buses obviously are essential. 55% of all public transport are buses. And so I am working hard on um, ensuring that they're able to uh, continue through this crisis and get onto a, a stable footing afterwards. I'll be saying more about that in the coming days. Okay, can you clarify for us who is and who is not allowed to travel to and from work? Sadiq Khan, the London Mayor, has been sending out a number of tweets saying that only essential key workers are allowed to use public transport. However, the government uh, guidance is very clear. Travelling to and from work, but only where this is abs this absolutely cannot be done from home, is one of the reasons people are allowed to leave the home. So you don't have to be an essential, a key worker, a frontline worker to be allowed to leave home to go to work. Is that the case? That is the case. Uh, and you're absolutely right um, to, to point out the, uh, the the difference in message there. The government is quite clear. Uh, you leave home if you're a key worker and you can go to work if it's impossible for you to work from home whilst encouraging everyone to work from home if that is at all possible. And people are finding more and more innovative ways to to do that in jobs where they perhaps didn't think they were able to in the past. But there will be some jobs that you cannot do from home. And the government has been clear uh, that those people are, in fact, able to travel uh, in order to do their job and bring in their income. OK, do you think there's been a little bit too much um, middle class people on their laptops able to work from home finger pointing at people who have the sort of jobs where you can't do your job uh, from the, uh, the, the, the study or from the kitchen table? You do need to actually go out, whether you're a, a cleaner, whether you're a construction worker, whatever job you do where you actually need to physically be on the premises. Do you think there's been a little bit too much um, curtain twitching and finger pointing? Yeah, I, look, I, I think because the government's line is actually very clear on this, but as just discussed, you can go to work if you cannot work from home. And why? Because we respect people's livelihoods and that people will, and we don't want to sort of crash the economy and create even more um, problems uh, by, by doing so. That will lead to many more social problems and health problems as, as well. So it's getting that balance right. And this advice isn't random advice. We, we have asked the chief medical officer and the chief scientific officer to tell us what we should be doing, which categories should be allowed to work, and then we followed that advice. So it's not random advice. Um, so to go to your your, your question, um, rather than listening to what as you, as you describe a curtain, curtain twitcher says, we should listen to the to, to the experts. But the key message for staying at home, if you possibly can remains totally central is vital because that's how we protect the NHS from being overwhelmed and you know ultimately save lives by doing that as well. Can we also just clarify what are and what are not essential items to be purchasing? There's been some criticism of the police uh, that uh, people have been uh, told off for buying chocolate Easter eggs and uh, small shops, corner shops being told off for selling Easter eggs as non-essential items. Someone apparently, again, we, we, we see reports of this uh, being uh, given a, a fine for buying a birthday card while they were in the supermarket buying other items. Um, do you think these are essential items and should the police perhaps be showing a little bit more common sense? Yeah, I mean, we, we, the government's been clear about this as well, actually. What, what we've said is if you are um, 
you know, buying uh, essentials, or if you are, take it the other way around, if you're a shop selling essentials, so we've said the types of shops that can remain open, and the stock in the, the shop is, is yours to sell, uh, uh, you know, particularly if it's food, you, you, you of course can sell it. But I don't want to be super critical of the police either here, because I think they are doing an incredible job under unbelievable circumstances. And whilst I'm sure there have been a, a few overzealous examples, actually generally, the public's complying, uh, and that's how we're seeing those massive reductions in the number of people using our public transport. That proves it. Um, most people want to make this work and uh, and are doing that. And we shouldn't use the exception to prove a rule with regard to, you know, the police we, you know, won't always get it exactly right. Okay. But they Ju are trying their hardest. Just finally, in terms of getting it exactly right, we're supposed to have a testing target now for antibody tests for the coronavirus of 10,000. On Sunday, a fewer than 5,000 tests were carried out. Still concerns that frontline NHS staff are not getting the personal protective equipment, the PPE that they need. Um, are you confident that the, the, the government, I know it's a testing time, I know it's very difficult, and there's a lot to get on the government to get on its plate, but are you confident that the, the government is on top of all, getting all the right equipment that we need to tackle this virus. Yeah, I mean, those antibody tests, of course, are the ones, I think, that will tell whether you've had the disease, and that is the sort of nirvana of this process, to be able to tell if you've had it, because that potentially would lead to a route out of out of this uh, out of the lockdown if you had already had it but perhaps didn't know or was very mild um, but the more broad the, the the general upfront test uh, we are working very very hard to ramp that up we're just opening three new testing centers and it's our objective to get that up to 25,000 a day in particular to, to ensure people on the front line the NHS staff doing such an incredible job um, are tested um, it, it, it is true to say this is an enormous challenge and every health system in the world is under pressure with it as has responded for example you know brilliantly by building uh, in the in the Docklands there what will be um, the the Nightingale the world's biggest hospital uh, we hear it's uh, not the world's biggest hospital it's is got it 4,000 uh, so beds no I believe Taiwan's got one with 10,000 Oh, have they? Okay, I, I got that from the BBC. I do apologise. Oh, well, there you are then. That will serve you right. <laughs> you should listen to reputable news organisations. There, 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 there it is. Certainly a very large hospital and uh, more of those, one in Birmingham, one in Manchester as well, which is an enormous, I mean, military, I was going to say military style, in fact, a military response um, to this crisis. And we're trying to do that from the testing to the 170 million 170 million pieces of, of protective equipment that have gone out this last few days to building new hospitals. Um, but, you know, I have to be completely straight with you. It is an enormous effort and it is straining the system to do. And the way that the public listening to this can help is by staying home, because that is the thing which will protect the NHS and save lives. OK, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Transport Secretary Grant Shapps there. Uh, let me just bring in our guest this morning, Steve Allen, listening to all of that. Look, there's no doubt at all that this is a big challenge, isn't it? And, and there's no doubt at all that there are a million other questions I'd want to ask a cabinet minister. Of course, we only have a, a certain allotted time, as, as all broadcasters do in these scenarios. Um, are you confident from what you're hearing that the government is on top of this issue? Or does it concern you, uh, Steve, that you know, when you hear that you know, the, 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 the Germans are, are, are testing 70,000 people a day and we're testing sometimes under 5,000 that that we are really behind the curve on this. 
I, I do worry. I worry about testing and PPE. They're the two things that are coming uh, as close as anything is to a fail, a failure. But I don't think it's time to start um, causing division. This is different to normal operating procedure. So even someone like me will be getting behind the government thinking, come on, you're doing well, do better, do better. So I, I'm less concerned. I'm more hopeful because it does seem the government are trying their best. They are listening to the experts and they are taking that advice and working with it. So actually, I'm more hopeful than I've ever been. Online, on DAB, and on the Talk Radio app. Talk Radio. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Thank you very much indeed for joining me. Day eight of our lockdown, Tuesday the 31st of March. But let's, look, there's some worrying news, as there is every day when we're in the middle of an epidemic. There's also some positive news, some encouraging news. Uh, the UK death toll yesterday rose by 159. Now, that meant, yes, cases are going up, but not at a higher rate. It does appear that our cases are doubling every three days. We're on the same trajectory as France, but are we still on the same trajectory as Italy as well? A big concern, so, uh, that the death toll may be higher uh, than official figures uh, are showing because of which deaths are being counted. But uh, Sir Patrick Vallance, the science chief yesterday, told us that the social distancing measures do appear uh, to be working. Well, let's talk about all of this right now with uh, Professor Carol Sikora. He's former chief of the cancer program at the World Health Organization and dean of medicine at the University of Buckingham. Good morning to you, Carol. Good morning, Julia. Um, let's let's just talk. Let's talk some some bad news first. Um, this death toll going up. Up, 
but at a lower rate. But this concern that the death toll so far of 1,400 uh, and 15 people having died doesn't represent all of the deaths we've had from coronavirus and that there's also a very long time lag, possibly up to 11 days. Um, can you explain how that is happening? Yes. I mean, when you read the numbers, they sound very high, but they're cumulative numbers. And as every time, uh, every day that goes by, they add the death toll for that day to the total numbers. So it always sounds big. One of the problems right from the start is that the epidemiologists, these are people that count uh, mathematical models and predict what's going to happen, all disagreed. They, they always fall out with each other, I've noticed, in, in my specialty, cancer. They can't agree on anything, and they certainly couldn't agree on their predictions. So one group said uh, there would be 5,000 deaths, another said there would be 500,000 deaths. And there's a huge difference, as you can imagine. So uh, social distancing has really helped to flatten the curve. There's no doubt that um, the last week people, some people haven't obeyed it, but the majority of people have been very good, and that really has had a huge impact on the numbers. And, you know, this morning when you look at the figures, I'd like to believe the curve is turning in terms of the new patient numbers. It's probably too early to say that, and probably the peak, the peak will be next week, and then the week after for medical demand. In other words, that's when the NHS goes critical. It's uh, Easter Sunday onwards for about five days. That's the critical period for the NHS. That's the bit where we really need to be watching out, isn't it? And and that's been the prediction for quite some time, that that would be the time when we would see the peak. Um, We've been told by Sir Patrick Vallance, by others, that uh, they're not sure, no one can be sure at this time, um, that, that we are looking to hopefully stay within the capacity of the NHS as it has been expanded but but very difficult to do that with one in four hospital doctors now off work self-isolating due to having the virus or thinking they've got the virus and and the lack of testing how big a concern is that for you huge the testing is the key and you know if one has to have a criticism it's the testing it's not that simple though and it's easy for us to criticize without the information but there's two types of tests one looks for the virus and that's what they were doing at chessington for nhs staff throat swabs send it off to the lab look for the virus the either the protein or the genetic material the rna of the virus the second type of test is called the antibody test and that looks at your body's reaction to the virus now we know that a lot of people have had the virus have been infected and have had no symptoms or minimal symptoms snuffle run nose a bit of a sore throat and it's passed off if we had the antibody test we could find um, a, a group of people in the population and there's a lot of argument about what percentage is ranging from three percent to 60 percent uh, they're actually are immune they've had the virus and they can go about their own business they don't need to isolate they can go into hospitals they can go to an itu they're not going to infect other they don't need to wear masks um, and so getting the antibody test is absolutely crucial and, and this is absolutely crucial but germany are, are testing seventy thousand people daily we're testing under five thousand last sunday despite the government having claimed at one point they'd reached this ten thousand target um what is going wrong there okay so the real problem almost certainly is what's called the specificity of the test now over the last 20 years those of us of my age not your age because you're young uh, ish. <laughs> ish okay uh, will have been exposed to coronavirus not this one but other coronaviruses that are causing the cold and so on. 
And so we've got an immune reaction to it. We've got antibodies to old corona. What we need to look for, and it's really important, it's specific, is antibodies to the new virus, the current one that came from Wuhan originally. Uh, and so if you test 100 people and 50% of them seem to have antibodies and you say, you go back to work, don't bother isolation, just carry on as normal, and you find it was because it was to the old virus, then you're in trouble. Huh. And that's why it's such caution uh, in the Department of Health. Chris Whitty, the CMO, quite rightly said, we've got to sort this out. Um, you know, everyone's calling for tests. Trump called for tests. Blair even weighed in on Sunday calling for tests. And they're right. Uh, rarely do I disagree so much with politicians. They're all completely correct. We need to get this test out. And really, it would be such a relief. And, you know, the idea that you can get it on Amazon or at Boots for five quid um, and uh, people get it free... The problem is you're going to have to have testing stations because you well, have to v validate. I was just going to say, all of this talk we've had the last couple of weeks, oh, yeah, ordered on Amazon, popped her boots or Superdrug or Lloyd's the Chemist, but that's all very well, but we need to have some sort of proof that people have done the test and they're safe. Otherwise, people can say, oh, I'm out and about because I've done yeah, the test. Exactly. But then, of course, we're into territory where the police are going to be able to stop us and say, show us your papers, showing your certificate <laughs> or show us your, show us your hospital uh, uh, wristband to show us that you've had the test. Um, how, how do we go about dealing with that side of things. Yeah, so uh, clearly the way forward would be to go to a pharmacy or somewhere where someone takes your ID, a passport or a driving license and gives you a certificate that you're clear and uh, you've had the virus and you get a little piece of paper with your name on it and you have your ID and then you go forward. And that, that, that is the way to implement it. I mean, hopefully... Once you get to 50% of the population being immune to the virus, the virus has nowhere to run. It can't start infecting. You know, at the moment, since one person infects 2.4 people, that's called the R0. Epidemiologists love that term, R0. Uh, it's a reproduction number with zero immunity. But once a population, the herd, becomes immune gradually, the virus runs out of people to go and infect. So it's stuck. And once it drops below one, it, one person just infects less than one person, the virus burns out. And that's the history of all epidemia, uh, epidemics in the past. Are, are you, I, I detect a sort of a, a certain optimism in, in your voice. Are you, I mean, we are, we are approaching the, the possibly the worst, uh, um, the worst pandemic in, in, in my lifetime, um, but, the, but the worst period of it in the coming weeks. Things are going to get much worse before they get better. But I detect, I say, a, 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 a positivism from you. Yeah, I think, you know, I've, I've always been positive. If you've been a consultant in cancer medicine for yes. 40 years, you have to be positive about uh, outcomes and uh, convey that positiveness to, to patients. And I think with this, what's likely to happen, we are going to go through rough times, and we've just got to keep up the social distancing. I can't tell you how helpful it is to flatten that curve. But once it's over, once we've got to the peak, Easter Monday, and then it gradually gets, it'll be horrible. There will be a lot of deaths. But... Uh, gradually it will get better and if the antibody test can be rolled out in the next week or two we may have a group of people that are immune uh, that can go back to work that can deal go, they can go and see granny uh, and all the rest of it and we can gradually get back to normal at the end of the month beginning of may and i think to the great relief of everybody and uh, i think that's a feasible scenario uh, you know, the government has to paint a gloom and doom picture, September, October even, uh, but that is gloom and doom. And I think it's less, as long as we keep up the social distancing now, 
uh, however it's implemented by the police, I think we'll end up in a much better place after Easter than we are today. Professor Carol Sakura, I really appreciate you joining us for that. Just remember that government's advice, it does work. Stay home, protect the NHS, save lives. Across the UK, online, on DAB and on your smart speaker, Talk Radio. If you are working from home, you are stuck on lockdown, how are you getting your exercise? Maybe you're not up to the uh, hour a day, perhaps outside exercising. Maybe you're missing the gym, but do you really need uh, to go to a gym when you're on lockdown? Well, here's a man to tell us exactly why you don't need anything more but your body and a little bit of room to throw yourself around. Fitness guru, legend, absolute legend, uh, Derek Evans, a.k.a. Mr. Motivator, joins us now. Good morning to you, Derek. Julia, good morning to you. What a build-up. I mean, I feel so... Oh, well, I, I looked you, in the mirror. I was important in the first place, but you made me feel even more important. You're going to have now. to live up to it now. Well, of course, I, I'm, a, I'm a woman of a certain age, Derek. So, of course, I very what? much remember you uh, from the, uh, the days uh, on when you were every single morning on breakfast television, no, no. Uh, showing people how to work out. And, um, and this is the key thing, isn't it? And, and people often think, oh, I need to go to the gym to lose weight and to work out and stay fit. You don't do you? No, you don't. I, I think it all begins in your mind. You have to decide what, what you do want from life. And I think that at the moment, right, with everything we're going through, it's important that, we, that you get up every single day with a purpose. And that means you get out of bed, you get dressed, you chuck away the pajamas, you only use the pajamas for sleeping, you don't lounge around in your slippers all day. Get some trainers on. And once you start doing that, you're putting yourself in the frame of mind of being positive. And, and, and that's where it all begins, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, well, look, my family, we've been on lockdown for more than two weeks now because we uh, got ill with what well, we don't know. We think the virus, we don't know for sure, obviously. Sure. Um, yeah, but um, well, we've, so we've been at home for, for, all, for the last few weeks anyway. And yeah, keeping that routine is absolutely crucial. Trying yeah. to get some fresh air where you can. We're lucky enough to have a garden. But, but for a lot of people, people think that, you know, you need to be out about, you need to have equipment to work out. But certainly, no. as you've always shown with your workouts, you just need, the only equipment you need is your body. Oh, absolutely right. You know, I'm starting next week and I'll be doing this on um, the Health UK show. I'm going to be showing people things you can do, what I call functional fitness. And that means there's so much stuff around the home that you can use to exercise the muscles differently. And that's the trick, is not to take the muscles through the same range of motion that it's been used to all the time, but to change the range of motion. Because with muscles, you have to trick it. And the moment you trick it, you get improvement. So, for example, you can take anything that's elastic, like, for example, an old pair of tights. And that old pair of tights can become a resistance exercise that you use, right? You can take a mixing bowl, right? And literally, mixing bowl, you can sit there, and the mere fact you're stirring around in this mixing bowl, you're exercising the muscles in your shoulders differently. And that's what I want to try and get people to thinking about. And, and, and that that's way, the key thing. Yeah, everybody, you don't need to have dumbbells or, a, or, or anything like that, you know, or, or an exercise bike. You can actually sure. do this with just stuff you've got around the home already. I, I'm absolutely right. You know, I've got some old some bottles here which I've just filled up with water. You can fill it up at different levels, so that way it's actually heavier or it uh, makes your muscles work work differently. You know, I've got things like cans of baked beans. You know, all those things. But the thing is, you don't need me to guide you about the proper way to do it, yeah. because every action you make in the morning, whether it's bringing your hands up to your mouth with a cup of tea. That is an exercise action. And if you put some weights in your hand, whether it's dumbbells or whether it's cancer babies, and you follow that same action, you're working the muscles. And what you're doing is you're overloading the muscles, which means you'll get improvement. Yeah, and that's the key thing, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Well, look, oh, so where can people find your workouts? 
Well, you can find my work. You can go on to Mr. Motivate on YouTube, right? I'm, I am going to be doing live. We were doing it up until today, but we're having a bit of technical difficulties. So I've put together a load of different workouts from the past. I've put together some of the videos so you can watch it on there for 12 minutes. Of course, always follow me on Instagram because I've always got something positive to say to you during these yep. difficult times, right? And I think that's the way to do it, right? Is that Absolutely. Keep our spirits up. And again, you know, exercise. And again, even if people think, well, I don't normally do any exercise. Well, even if you're just walking up to the bus and walking back again or going to the shops every day or taking your kids to and from school, that's actually a lot more exercise than a lot of people think. And they're going to be missing out on that. We're going to need that uh, replacement. Uh, Mr. Motivator, the legend, uh, Derek Evans. Thank you very much indeed, fitness guru Derek Evans. Uh. Talk Radio Breakfast with Julia Hartley Brewer and The Times. Know your times. Thank you for listening to the best of Julia Hartley Brewer. Don't forget to catch me live tomorrow morning from 6.30 on DAB, Smart Speaker and online at talkradio.co.uk. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.